Hey, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Redesign Podcast. It's Andrew, aka Mr. Cakebox in the building once again. And this is episode 25. Quarter of a century. Round of applause, please. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, as you can probably tell, I sound a bit um a bit bunged up. Not my usual self. As last week I felt like I was coming down with a I didn't know whether it was hay fever or whether it was a cold or not. Turned out to be both. And it, the hay fever went, obviously, uh, we had a very, very mad drop in temperature. So it was a very bad cold. I don't know why that cold, that cold hit me terribly. Like, you know, for some people, yeah, a cold is just minor. You know, you might sneeze a few times, blow your nose, you know, a, a little cough here and there. Not, not nothing crazy, you know, just something like, me now i get burping my eyes watering my nose gets blocked uh my nose runs i get the shivers it's like flu like full-blown flu even though it's not flu it's like it it puts me out of commission so yeah it's uh, again i'm recording late recording hell late so hopefully this podcast comes out on monday on time like monday midnight um but yeah so if I sound a bit husky, that's why. Hope you guys are having a good bank holiday weekend. I didn't see anyone comment on the hashtag about Endgame. Let me know if you saw the film Avengers Endgame. I think it was, I gave it a 6 out of 10. I think I gave it a 6, and a, six out of 10 or 6.5 out of 10. I'm not really sure. Um, but I think, to be honest, I sat down and I thought about the film. The film was actually banging, you know. I think it's because of the experience I had with the girls, like not, you know, using deodorant not holding a fresh before coming to the cinema i don't even know if i mentioned that on the podcast but I, I definitely mentioned it on twitter my experience of the film was dreadful because for three hours i was sat in the cinema this group of girls came to watch the film they sat in a row in front of us and when i tell you the bo that was emanating from those seats was enough to like knock you out it was like if you could see and hear smells that's what it would be like you could actually hear the smell. That's how bad it stunk. So there was that. And obviously the aircon was on full blast as well. So I think that kind of tarnished my experience of the film. But actually thinking back, it was a it was a bloody good film. So I recommend you go see that if you haven't seen it already. Good film. Good film. Um, but yeah, let's get on with the podcast. Haven't even done the intro music. All right, let's get that out of the way. Are you sure you can blame it on social media? Flexing is good for business. Spending money makes you money. Bitcoin down more than 30% this week. Redesigned. You've got to put in the effort every single day. Running a business isn't for everyone. They need role models and not just movie stars and athletes. We are the digital influencers. They're creating content. There's no denying the power of digital media, but it also poses a real challenge. Alright, back on the other side. Don't forget if you want to get involved in the conversation, make sure you use the hashtag redesignpod. That's redesignpod all one word on Twitter. And if you want to follow me, you can follow me directly at Andrew underscore CBX, both on Instagram and Twitter. 
at various points of the podcast feel free to you know chime in your thoughts on the hashtag all right so what's been going on this week internet regulation is free speech disappearing from the web well last week facebook and instagram announced the termination of some well-known public figures for the spreading of quote-unquote dangerous or harmful content hate speech etc whatever just into CNN, Facebook is purging several high-profile names from its platforms. Among them, Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan, right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, as well as his media outlet Infowars. They're being banned for spreading, quote, dangerous ideology. CNN Business senior media reporter Oliver Darcy joins me now. So what more do we know about this ban and, and who else is included? Yeah, this is a very strict action from Facebook, Erica. Basically, they've deemed these individuals to be dangerous, is what Facebook is saying. Those individuals include Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan, who has a history of anti-Semitic remarks, um, people like right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, and then also some right-wing media personalities who are pretty popular online, people like Milo Yiannopoulos, Laura Loomer, Paul Joseph Watson, those people are banned, as well as a uh, failed congressional candidate, Paul Nalen, who had made a number of anti-Semitic remarks. Um, Facebook has given us a statement, and they do say in their statement, I'll read part of it to you right now, um, they say that we've always banned individuals or organizations that promote or engage in violence and hate, regardless of ideology. The process for evaluating potential violators is extensive, and it is what led us to our decision to remove these accounts today. I actually saw Snoop Dogg on Instagram. This is where I found out about it as well. Snoop Dogg was pissed when he found out that Louis Farrakhan was banned from Insta and Facebook. For real, that's how y'all feel? So Facebook and Instagram just banned and ministered Louis Farrakhan. I want to know for what? All he ever do is tell the truth. But y'all going to ban him now. All right. What if we ban y'all? What if we stop fucking with y'all? Facebook and Instagram? How the fuck y'all gonna ban Minister Louis Farrakhan for putting truth out there? I stand with him. I'm with him. Ban me, motherfucker. Ban me. Because I'm gonna keep posting this shit. I'm gonna keep putting Minister Louis Farrakhan out there. That's my dear brother. Fuck y'all that got a problem with him. Sorry about that, Minister. I had to, had to bang for you. I know you don't permit that. But that ain't right. It's not right. It's a bunch of motherfuckers y'all could ban. But y'all choose Minister Louis Farrakhan. Assalamu alaikum, my brother. Obviously, Facebook and Instagram are going on this rampage of banning people who are deemed to, you know, spread hate speech or whatever. And then he was saying, basically, what if we boycotted the social media platforms? Personally, I don't think we're capable of that. I think we've, we're too far gone. I don't think the general population is capable of giving up social media like that we're all addicted um, <laughs> but anyway this is more evidence that if you have a message you want to spread or you're trying to build an audience nothing is safer than the good old email newsletter it's not as sexy as social but i think we're gonna i think we're gonna go back at some point i think we're honestly gonna reverse society is gonna reverse because the way things are going at the moment I don't understand how we're actually going to move forward. A lot of us are getting bored of social media. Um, don't get me wrong. Social media is great, but I don't know. What do you think? Because I feel like it's getting more boring. Like there's more people out there to follow. There's more content. There's more of everything. But I don't know. I just feel like it's not, it, it's not getting more exciting. It's getting more boring.
I don't know. What are your thoughts? Don't forget, use the hashtag RedesignPod. Chime in. Um, but yeah. Also, to add to that, Charlemagne the God gave Facebook Donkey of the Day for this reason. Uh, let's cut to that for a moment. All right. It's easy to believe in freedom of speech for people that we agree with. Okay. What Facebook did is childish. All right. You have a platform like social media where it's fueled by thoughts and opinions. Everyone is not going to agree. And freedom of speech includes the freedom to offend people. Okay. Once again, Facebook is a private platform. A private companies. Oh, it's a private company. Okay, not a private platform, a private company. So they can ban whoever they want. All right. They can censor whoever they want. But Facebook, let's make sure you are uh, banning people because you want to and not because a large amount of people disagree with an individual. Okay. Facebook, make sure you are banning people because you truly disagree with what they are saying are spreading and not because you are buckling to the pressure of the keyboard clan who is constantly complaining about certain pages, reporting certain pages simply because they disagree. Now, two different conversations here. Two different conversations to be had. All right. One is Facebook manning people from their site. They can do that. They are a private company. They have the right. But I still think it's whack because if you truly believe in freedom of speech, then you have to believe in freedom of speech for views you don't like. All right. If you're in favor of freedom of speech, that means you're in favor of freedom of speech precisely for views you despise. That is Noam Komsky. I think I pronounced that right. I'm not sure. All right. Saw Killer Mike quote him yesterday, and I love that quote. But that is why Remy Ma is giving Facebook the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? So, yeah, there you have it. Um, Just a thought, though. Just a thought. Here's the thing. With social media and, you know, free speech disappearing and stuff like that, there you can see that the powers that be really want to, like, regulate the internet you know with article 13 net neutrality they're trying to regulate the space so the internet is going to become um they're trying to sanitize the internet right here's the thing if things get too polished it's going to form a a need for a new underground and that's what's probably going to happen and that's when you're going to start to see a lot more people resort to using the dark web i don't know what do you think what are your thoughts? Use the hashtag RedesignPod on Twitter. Um, and also, you, we've got an email address as well. If you want to drop me a line, you can do that at RedesignPod at mail.com. So that's RedesignPod at mail.com. Moving on, Instagram are really serious about hiding likes. They've brought it up again. And they're actually starting with Canada. So they're testing this in Canada. It's already happening, people. So I mentioned it in last week's show as well. And also it was recently mentioned on Good Morning Britain with Piers Morgan. Let's cut to that for a second. Can you just, for people who think that it's just fun, it's a little bit of healthy competition and that we're all being a little bit snowflake about the fact that we're addicted to Instagram and how many people like our photographs. Mm. Why is it so damaging, do you think? And why do you think Instagram should do this? Well, I think it's so damaging because, you know, a lot of young people are trying to get that validation on social media and it's validation they may not be getting in their daily lives. But unfortunately, as well as trying to get that validation, sometimes you don't get that validation. And I think in the pursuit of trying to get that validation, it can sometimes harm your mental health, also make you feel, um, you know, quite quite down but in addition 
it can lead to um, body image difficulties as well. If people are commenting nasty things on your on your um, Instagram or, yeah, or other... Okay, you're, conflating, you're conflating two things here, right? Negative mm. comments, I think, are an yeah. issue for concern. I don't like people being bullied through comments yeah. on Instagram or any social media. I think that's unacceptable. I don't yeah. like the way that uh, Instagram has allowed self-harming images to be posted and so mm. on. I think that's very bad. Those are different issues. But on this issue of likes, this comes back to me to this ridiculous way that we've gone in Britain and other countries. It's very American, actually, but we've gone this way in Britain where any sense of competition has been abandoned for young people because they can't deal with losing. So actually, we have participation prizes now in every single yes. sporting activity in case little Timmy... Yeah, wait a minute. A sport. Let me, well, let me explain my point. And no, but it's all about the same mentality. You said there, yes. they, they can't cope with not getting enough likes. Here's why. Because they're not allowed to lose at school or anything. If they come last in the 100-meter sprint, they're given a prize. No. So when they get into the real yes. world, Yes, this, Actually, this, this if they don't get what they want, they throw their toys Daddy. out of the pram and start yes. screaming. Yes, this is affecting young people's mental health. Yes. And I'm sure you can get behind the fact that, you know, if we can assure and take small steps on social media to stop young people from suffering from mental health problems or stopping them from feeling lonely. I'm sure even you can get behind that. No, no, but you're missing my point. I can't. No, but we see, I, I can't. But listen, we don't, we don't stop talking about mental health 24-7 every second of every day, right? And I've had, a, I've had an issue about the fact that we over-talk about some of this stuff. And in fact, today, I noticed there's a new report coming out saying that suicide rates amongst young people in this country have rocketed in the last year, right? I don't think it's a coincidence that the more we talk about about this stuff on the airways, actually, the more there's a danger of people being sucked into that mindset. Or maybe but understanding that, right, no, but, why young people are feeling like this and perhaps social media no, and I that think search we need to, I think we need to teach mental strength it. and need to okay. teach kids to toughen up a bit. Can I right? ask Gary? Life is about, actually, the real world. Yeah. It's not a real world where everybody wins all okay, the time. Can I just ask yeah. Gary? Sorry, Danny. Gary, can I just ask right. you? You're a technology uh, consultant, but... These technology companies are deliberately designing these apps and sites, aren't they, so that you become addicted to them, you know, the, so that they release. Every time you get a like, there is that little release of a chemical which makes you feel better about yourself, which can then afterwards lead yep. you to a little bit of a come down. You're absolutely right. They tie in absolutely with how they gamify the system, uh, how they get you hooked on this, how they get you to do more things. And I completely agree with Piers' point about the mental health and the mental strength and developing ways of uh, the youth uh, beginning to become more resilient, really, which is great. But I think you're right to recognise that the, the technology companies are specialists in getting you hooked. It is yes. a, a form of a, a drug. Um, definitely, yes. I mean, I, I just think that there is a sense of fun about all this as well. And what, and as, as normal, the killjoys want to suck the fun. The fun comes from actually posting a picture and seeing how popular it is, right? Mm -hmm. Seeing whether people like it or not. Comparing, you know, with your mates about pictures and so on. It's the same with retweets and likes on Twitter. But don't you think And if the moment you take all that away, mm -hmm. you're doing it because a few snowflakey people mm -hmm. can't deal with the fact that one picture gets less than the other. Well, mm -hmm. you know what? Toughen up. <laughs> absolutely hilarious <laughs> i mean this is one of the very few times that i will actually agree with anything that piers morgan says um 
yeah my take on it he's got a point like in terms of referring to you know participation prizes people are so upset by the fact that someone else might be more popular than them might have more likes than them that is an that is a very unhealthy way to look at life and when you talk about social media being dangerous for the mind at the end of the day nobody forced any of us to join these platforms nobody did however i do see that for content creators especially smaller ones or people that are trying to break into the market people are trying to get themselves established because of the algorithm and the way it works nowadays it's a lot harder from for someone starting from zero now to actually gain traction whereas when uh, these platforms were at their infancy you know you had chronological timeline a lot more people were seeing your post so let's say for example back in the day if you had a hundred followers if you posted something 95 of those followers would see it now if you've got 100 followers today if you post something you'll be lucky if 30 or 40 people see it so coming from that perspective i definitely think that um if for example you know people were looking at content based on its its own merit rather than how many followers or how many likes a particular piece of content has um i think it will it could you know give people more of a level playing field because one of the things is that these days people use likes as a benchmark of quality before they actually give it its full attention and it's just human nature as well it's just another form of social proof that's what it is so likes are social proof if you want to call it that um but yeah let me know your thoughts let me know your thoughts um use the hashtag on twitter if you're not on twitter already you should be on twitter because this is where the conversation happens so if you're not following me you can do that right now follow me at andrew underscore cbx and yeah let me know what your thoughts are so without further ado let's move on to this week's main feature redesigned all right so let's talk spotify spotify making money moves spotify just reached 100 million paid subscribers the company announced on april the 29th according to forbes.com that is a 32 percent increase year on year so this sees them as gaining double the amount of their main competitor apple music which was an estimated 50 million paid premium subscribers although uh, apple music still have more subscribers in the us uh, but yeah spotify are looking like they're doing really really well wagwan for title though uh anyway let's talk about podcasts so in recent months spotify have made their intentions of being uh, the go-to platform for podcasts extremely clear so more recently the music streaming giant have been testing different ways to kind of make the process of discovering new podcasts easier because let's be real like it is difficult to find a decent podcast unless you come across them on social media you hear people talking about it you see the hashtag or whatever it is kind of difficult to find podcasts that kind of align with your interests especially with the app so if you look on apple podcasts obviously yes you've got new and noteworthy um you've got the podcast that you already follow and sure if you know the name of a podcast great that's fine 
but the actual discovery it's not like you know netflix where you've got all the different genres the different categories um it's kind of hard to discover good content at the moment and that's across all the apps that you see with podcasts don't even talk about soundcloud soundcloud is a complete mess um we're going to talk about soundcloud a bit later as well i have an interesting discovery and an interesting question for you but yeah so more recently spotify have been testing new ways to make the process of finding podcasts easier so as i mentioned before the podcast discoverability on all the popular apps people are currently using for podcasts is quite frankly crap um, but according to verge.com spotify plans to invest nearly 400 million pounds so that's about roughly about 500 million dollars on acquisitions related to the podcast industry spotify have already brought out um they've already brought out the innovative podcast creation and hosting app anchor i'm sure you've heard of that podcast app and also the podcasting network gimlet media so spotify want to become the netflix of the audio world and you probably already know they're currently working on building their catalog of spotify exclusive shows such as the joe budden podcast and more recently one of my personal favorites that's also quite close to home three shots of tequila we're going to come to that in a sec though we're going to come to that very shortly i want to i want to share something that i discovered on twitter a good question about uh what the spotify deal with free shots has actually like what effect has it had on the habits of people and the apps that they choose to use for podcasts um but anyway back to what i was talking about before so how, how are spotify planning to fix this discoverability issue now they're um currently testing the suggestion of podcasts in an algorithm generated playlist alongside music suggestions so i don't know how it's going to work but things really do need to be shaken up i think in the podcast world there really does need to be a podcast app that's user-friendly gives us the ability to discover a podcast that aligns more with our tastes and interests but will spotify be the ones to pull it off who knows you know what else is interesting is spotify's plans to build an infrastructure for advertising products so when i say advertising products i'm talking about a system where people can actually request to advertise against very specific podcasts kind of like what you have on youtube um what you have on facebook instagram you can advertise against specific people or events or whichever so some sort of advertising product where people marketers business owners whatever they can actually start using spotify as a platform to acquire new customers and stuff like that um, if they actually pull this off successfully that will be a game changer so this would give the opportunity for advertisers to place their products and services alongside specific podcast content do you know what i'd like to see though i would like to see spotify become a place where content creators could potentially monetize their podcasts in the same way uh the same way a youtube creator can start to generate ad revenue from their content it'd be interesting if they ever go down that route um but yeah we'll see we'll see what happens might be asking for a bit too much but yeah do you know what i was thinking though obviously you wouldn't want the whole 
opportunity for advertising to be for everyone because then everyone would just literally start a podcast with the intent of making money that's not what i'm saying here because if you look at the whole structure of youtube to be part of the advertising partnership program you have to have a certain amount of subscribers a certain amount of watch time um, a certain amount of viewers before you can even be considered to be eligible for that advertising program so in terms of spotify i'm thinking if your podcast gets a certain amount of listeners you get a certain amount of subscribers and your podcast is and your podcast is regular for example you're consistent obviously there should be some kind of framework to like separate obviously the serious podcasters from the hobbyists um maintaining that quality control that's when i think it would be a good idea for spotify to you know develop a, a revenue sharing um program of some sort and i think it would be really good for them because up until now spotify has been losing money i don't know if you guys know that spotify since they've been up and running they have been losing money because if you think about it they've always got to pay out royalties to artists they've got to pay out royalties to like record labels and stuff like that however creating a a solid advertising product to fall back on i think spotify can make themselves very very profitable um the same way youtube has created um a huge revenue source for themselves um out of other people's content i think the same can be easily done with podcasts if spot if spotify play their cards right um music is very tricky to make money out of it because obviously there's such a low markup they have to pay the uh, record labels they have to pay the artists um so yeah podcasts if they play their cards right they can make a killing on it they can finally be profitable podcasts are becoming listened to more and more that's some like a consumer cultural perspective i think there's a strong financial desire as well though um podcasting will will have much higher gross margins uh, for Spotify, do that you don't have to pay the three big labels, and I think that'll. I think that's. I think there are some very financial reasons for doing these, getting into podcasting as well. Advertisers find it very, very hard to reach very specific people, so there's more of an incentive for them to invest in um, advertising that will hit their market directly. So, podcasts are very niche in that respect, anyway. So. I think advertisers will be willing to pay top dollar to reach certain demographics that are usually very hard to reach. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think anyway. That's my take on it. That's my two pence. Um, I'm also hearing rumours of the option for independent musicians, independent artists to distribute their music through Spotify directly without having to go through third-party services such as TuneCore, which um, if, you're, if you've been involved in music production or you know putting out music, you'll know that they charge some very hefty fees. So if so, uh, those companies are in trouble. They're definitely shaking. So according to the website Hype Beast, earlier this month, we shared the news that Spotify was working on a direct licensing deal with independent artists. Today, the music streaming app has announced that it'll be beta testing a new feature which would let artists upload their own tunes directly to the app. Third-party companies such as DistroKid, Stem, TuneCore 
and other distributors have been the current route for independent acts making it difficult to take full control of their own work moving forward this may cause issues for the aforementioned companies with artists taking the reins very very interesting um this is really good i assume that this will definitely open up the floodgates for budding music producers to find a new lane they can just go on spotify and then you know just put their content on there and get paid for it it just makes everything a lot easier exciting times looks like soundcloud is in trouble then okay <clears throat> well speaking of soundcloud um so what i was mentioning before what i was going to mention before um the three shots effect this is very interesting so on twitter someone called sterling mallory archer asked the question has anyone opened soundcloud since three shots of tequila have been on spotify and so far i'm just gonna refresh the tweet so so far this vote is very new. I just discovered it like five minutes before recording this. So, so far already 231 votes. 80% of people have said that no, they have not opened SoundCloud. 20% of people said yes. The three shots of tequila deal potentially has enough impact to make podcast listeners completely abandon one podcast platform in favor of the platform the content is exclusively hosted on. So I personally think we're only going to see more of this and I don't think Apple Podcasts will take this line down. I don't think they will. But um, yeah, SoundCloud on the other hand, I don't really know for them. I think they're in serious trouble, mate. I think they're in serious trouble. Um, but this is amazing though. This is amazing. I call this the three shots effect. So if we start to see more of these exclusive deals, which I think we will, We'll definitely see increased competition amongst all the streaming platforms. I wonder what Tidal can do. I, don't, I wonder if Tidal's involved, whether they care about podcasts. Um, but yeah, we'll see which one of the major podcast apps become the go-to place for podcast content. I don't see how SoundCloud will survive this, um, especially as they're already losing podcast listeners, as well as this new thing where Spotify are allowing music artists to sell music directly to spotify so they don't even have to upload their stuff to soundcloud anymore really what's what's the need if they can just upload their music directly to spotify and then they get paid for their streams why would they bother with soundcloud what would be, what would be the point but yeah very peak for soundcloud right now very very peak um yeah let me let me know your thoughts guys so yeah watch this space let's see what happens it'd be very interesting to see what actually happens um i for one I, i'm definitely using soundcloud less uh, but that's only because i use soundcloud primarily for hosting the podcast um it's not that i don't find it that great for discovering podcasts i usually move between apple Podcasts and spotify in fact my main go-to place for podcasts is actually apple Podcasts. so yeah but definitely i am definitely now using spotify way more than i used to um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see where Spotify's investment takes them, uh, what other exclusive shows they take on board, and also how they make podcast discovery better. You know, perhaps they can take a leaf out of Netflix's book, you know, by including some, you know, visuals in the background while the podcast is running, um, the development of their advertising products. 
we'll have to see what happens with that that might actually make the experience better who knows it'll be an interesting next couple of months an interesting year ahead to see what happens with spotify and how they tackle podcasting since they they're obviously very serious about podcasts and yeah i think it is definitely the new radio it is the radio of our generation and yeah let's see what happens let me know what your thoughts are on the hashtag redesign pod that is it for this week and yeah guys like i said i'm working on it working on getting some new guests on there so you're going to definitely see you're going to definitely hear some fresh content coming soon definitely working on it had a minor setback last week obviously as i mentioned before but yeah definitely you're going to get on it and also um there's some nominations happening for the uk entertainment awards for best podcast if you would like to nominate redesign podcast for uh for the award so you can follow them at uk ent awards all one word that's uk ent awards on instagram and twitter you'll see the post there it was only like about a week ago um you could just tweet them best podcast or whatever if you want to do that i don't know it's up to you in it yeah i'm just saying i'm just saying it would be nice yeah anyway um was there anything else i think that is it don't forget brand new episodes every monday on apple Podcasts, spotify and soundcloud also on acast tune in and all the other good podcast providers uh, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss another show please subscribe now if you enjoyed it and of course it'd be nice to get a review on apple Podcasts if you want to review five stars hopefully i like five star um five star reviews it feels good like i get that warm and fuzzy feeling inside yeah i'd appreciate it so yeah five star reviews if you really feel that way i don't know it's up to you guys uh, let me know what your favorite podcasts are at the moment and do you binge on your podcasts do you listen to them back to back rather than just catch them as soon as they come out let me know your thoughts and also what is your favorite podcast app right now hit me up on the hashtag redesign pod i'd love to know what you guys think got any feedback got any guests that you want to see on the show Uh, listen i'm rambling i need to go i need to go i need to go guys thanks for listening i'll catch you next monday as well bye for now Designed. Designed.